Welcome to another wonderful episode of Wild Wednesday Questions and Answers. And um, I'm Danelle and I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And I'm very excited um, that we get the chance again to just dig into the Word of God and to um, see what actually um, happened throughout um, history and to make sure that we gain as much knowledge as we can from God's holy word, because knowledge is power. Now let's jump into today's question. Today's question is, how many people were raised from the dead in the Bible? Now, the Bible records several accounts of resurrection. Every time a person is raised from the dead, it is a stupendous miracle showing that the God who is himself the source of life has the ability to give life to whom he will, even after death. The following people were raised from the dead in the Bible. Now let's start in 1 Kings 17. Now the widow of Zarephath's son, I hope I pronounce it correctly. Um, Now Elijah the prophet raised this widow's son from the dead. Elijah was staying in an upper room of the widow's house during a severe drought in the land. While he was there, the widow's son became ill and died. In her grief, the woman brought the body of her son to Elijah with the assumption that his presence in her household had brought about the death of her boy as a judgment on her past sin. Elijah took the dead body from her arms, went to the upper room and prayed, Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. Elijah stretched himself out on the boy three times as he prayed, and the Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. The prophet brought the boy to his mother, who was filled with faith in the power of God through Elijah. Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Second, it is also in the book of Kings, but this time 2 Kings 4, the Shunammite woman's son also died. Elisha, this time, regularly stayed at Shunem in an upper room prepared for him by this woman and her husband. One day while Elisha was at Mount Carmel, the young couple's, um, uh, the couple's young son died. The woman carried the body of her son to Elijah's room and laid it on the bed. Then, without even telling her husband the news, she departed for Carmel to find Elisha. When she found Elisha, she pleaded with him to come to Shunem. Elisha sent his servant Gehazi ahead of them with instructions to lay Elisha's staff on the boy's face. As soon as Elisha and the Shunammite woman arrived back home, Elisha went to the upper room, shut the door and prayed. Then he stretched out on top of the boy's body and the body began to warm. Elisha arose, walked about the room and stretched himself on the body again. The boy then sneezed seven times and awoke from death. Elisha then delivered the boy alive again to his grateful mother The third case, a man that was raised out of Elijah's grave, also in 2 Kings 13. 
Elisha is connected with another resurrection that occurred after his death. Sometime after Elisha had died and was buried, some men were burying another body in the same area. The gravediggers saw a band of Moabite raiders approaching, and rather than risk an encounter with the Moabites, they threw the man's body into Elijah's grave. Scripture records that when the body touched Elijah's bones, the man became alive and stood up on his feet. Then in Luke 7, the widow of Nian's son. This is the first of the resurrections that Jesus performed. As the Lord approached the town of Nain, he met a funeral procession leaving the city. In the coffin was a young man, the only son of a widow. When Jesus saw the procession, his heart went out to the woman and he said, Don't cry. Jesus came close and touched the coffin and spoke to the dead man. Young man, I say to you, get up. Obeying the divine order, the dead man sat up and began to talk. And thus Jesus turned the funeral into a praise and worship service. God has come to help this his people, the people said. Then Jairus' daughter in Luke 8. Jesus also showed his power over death by raising the young daughter of Jairus, a synagogue leader. The Lord was surrounded by crowds when Jairus came to him, begging him to visit his house and heal his dying 12-year-old daughter. Jesus began to follow Jairus home, but on the way, a member of Jairus' household approached them with the sad news that Jairus' daughter had died. Jesus turned to Jairus with words of hope. Don't be afraid, just believe, and she will be healed. Upon arriving at Jairus' house, Jesus took the girl's parents, Peter, James, and John, and entered the room where the body lay. There he took her hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Jesus and her disciple and his disciples then left the, the resurrected girl with her astonished parents. This is a great example of how um, a spirit that our spirit that we aren't bound to our bodies. Our, when our spirit leaves, it will return to a spiritual. It will go to a spiritual place, and how God shows that we are mind, spirit, and body, and that your spirit needs to return to your body if you want to live on earth. That's a great example. That our of when our spirits, when we die, our spirit leave our body. Okay, Lazarus. Now many are uh, um, are familiar with this story. The third person that Jesus raised from the dead in John eleven was his friend Lazarus. Word had come to Jesus that Lazarus was ill, but Jesus did not go to Bethany to heal him. Instead, he told his disciples, "This sickness will not end in death." No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. A couple days later, Jesus told his disciples that Lazarus had died, but he promised a resurrection. I'm going there to wake him up. When Jesus reached Bethany four days after Lazarus' death, Lazarus' grieving sisters both greeted Jesus with the same words, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus, speaking to Martha, 
promised to raise Lazarus from the dead and proclaimed himself to be the resurrection and the life. You can read this in verse 25. Jesus asked to see the grave. When he got to the place, he commanded the stone to be rolled away from the tomb and he prayed and called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Just as Jesus had promised, the dead man came out. The result of this miracle was that God was glorified and many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him. Others, however, refused to believe in Jesus and plotted to destroy both Jesus and Lazarus. How sad is it that still today, even when we see miracles happening all around us, that people they would rather believe um, um, occult stuff than the true miracles that they that they um, see every day around them that God does for them. Now then, the following um, resurrections that took place is actually very interesting and I um I can see that a lot of people are not aware of this big miracle that took place. The Bible mentions some resurrections that occurred in mass at the resurrection of Christ. When Jesus died, the earth shook, the rocks split and the tombs broke open. You can read about this in Matthew 27. Those open tombs remained open until the third day. At that time, the bodies of many holy people were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. On the day that Jesus was raised to life, these saints were also raised and became witnesses in Jerusalem of the life that only Jesus can give. Um, in Acts 9, Tabitha, whose Greek name was Dorcas, was a believer who lived in the coastal city of Joppa. Her resurrection was performed by the Apostle Peter. Dorcas was known for always doing good and helping the poor. When she died, the believers in Joppa were filled with sadness. They laid the body in an upper room and sent for Peter, who was in the nearby town of Leda. Peter came at once and met with the disciples in Joppa, who showed him the cloth, the clothing that Dorcas had made for the widows there. Peter sent them all out of the room and prayed. Then, turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. The overjoyed believers received their resurrected friend and the news spread quickly throughout the city. Many people believed in the Lord as a result. Then in Acts 20, Eutychus was a young man who lived and died and lived again in Troas. He was raised from the dead by the Apostle Paul. The believers in Troas were gathered in an upper room to hear the Apostle speak. Since Paul was leaving town the next day, he spoke late into the night. One of his audience members was Eutychus, who sat in a window and unfortunately fell asleep. Eutychus slipped out of the window and fell three stories to his death. 
Paul went down and threw himself on the young man and put his arms around him. Eutychus came back to life, went upstairs and ate a meal with the others. When the meeting finally broke up at daylight, the people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. Then finally, of course, any list of resurrections in the Bible must include the resurrection of Jesus Christ. His death and resurrection are the focal point of scripture and the most important event, events in the history of the world. The resurrection of Jesus is different from the Bible's other resurrections in a very notable way. Jesus' resurrection is the first permanent resurrection. All the other resurrections in the Bible were temporary. In that, those raised to life died again. Lazarus died twice. Jesus rose never more to die. In this way, he is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. You can read about this in 1 Corinthians 15. Jesus' resurrection justifies us according to Romans 4 and ensures us our eternal life. Because I live, you also will live. Um, according to John 14 verse 19. Now, what we learn from all of these resurrections is that they were pre performed only to glorify God's name and that people may have faith in the prophet that God um, used and to show people that they can have faith in Jesus. And then all glory goes to God. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and we'll speak again next week with yet another exciting question. Shalom.